Welcome to the Golden Mike Podcast, where personal growth simply isn't enough. I'm your host, Mark Cordone, a positive psychology coach, a do-gooder from the island of Misfit Toys, who founded the Joy Revolution. Each week, I'll wrap with an extraordinary guest doing extraordinary things through their own revolutionary work to talk about the ups, downs, and all-arounds of life. It's my mission to provoke and empower you through increased joy and inspire you to spark your own revolution to change history for the better. Welcome to the most serious happiness podcast in this multiverse. Welcome to the Golden Mike Podcast. right now like this is so not a talk show anymore um, but I, I like this i like this I, I love having this conversation with you oh what called you to go go across the country um so i've always had this feeling of you know wanting to move like i've wanted to move yeah. forever so my my family of origin isn't healthy for me it's a, it's a toxic relationship and mm-hmm. that is just from the level of my body responds to them Right. So it didn't matter how much work I could do and the gratitude I could muster into, uh, you know, if my family was not the family that I was birthed into, you and I wouldn't be having this conversation. I would not be the Tamara that I am today. So I could, I could master the gratitude, Mark, that uh-huh. I could foster for them. Uh-huh. But there was a level of neurological hormonal response systems that, I, the fight or flight, I'd be afraid to go out of the house in case I would run into them or, you know, receive anger or receive the the density of their emotions at me. And so my body would respond. And so when, you know, COVID was at its peak, and I received a really toxic text from somebody in my family, that was a that was a catalytic moment for me that I was like, holy shit, I get to choose. I get to choose my environment, so which is very much our root chakra, right? Like where I am and who I surround myself is not dependent on what somebody else wants me to do anymore. It's dependent on what do I want to do and what is of the highest good for my physical body, my emotional body, my spiritual body, my neurological body, all these bodies. And, and so... I had been in this unwinding of getting out of the city anyway. Like I sold a house in, in 2019 so that I was not rooted anymore. I was renting, right? Mm-hmm. And I was getting to the end of my year-long lease. And I mean, originally, I wanted to move to the States. I wanted somewhere warm. I am not a cold climate person. Why was I born in Canada? This is terrible. <laughs> my body does not function in cold. So I was like, where can I go that isn't too hot, isn't too much? And I was like, I'll go to California because I've been drawn to the West Coast for so long. And then when, of course, the borders are closed and all of this, I started to dream of the island and I would start to receive messages about Vancouver Island. And so when people ask me, why did you move across country? The island literally called to me and said, come here. So that's one thing. Second thing is it's the fucking warmest place in Canada that you can go. (laughs) So that's very helpful. It's a Mediterranean climate. It's beautiful. I mean, it's still green. There's ferns and we're in December. I'm like, what? There's no snow on the ground. Um, and third is the, the draw is really to 
natured because the trees, like I'm very much, yeah. I talk to trees. I'm very connected to that. That's what Avalon starlight is. It's from the earth and from the sky as above, so below. Mm-hmm. Right. And this understanding that there's, there's lineage for me on the Island. There's history for me to receive the trees. Tell me things. I mean, everywhere I go, people are witches here. And mm-hmm. of course, if you move to Vancouver Island, you're not going to see witches unless you are open to receiving seeing witches. But exactly. I'm, the, the I'm asking. Thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like you don't see what car you're going to buy. Like, you see no cars, really. You're not looking at anything. And then you're like, I'm going to buy a Ford Windstar. And then everywhere you look, you see a Ford yeah. Windstar, right? Like this, I came to the island to find more community. Because you had mentioned that too, uh, you know, at some point, and I think that, like, are we going back to what we were before? Are we creating something new? And I know for myself, what there's this new experience of community that I, I want. I want to surround myself. I want to be able to reach out to people. I want to, like, pull, pull people in. Like, obviously, I'm grieving being out here, and I'm getting sadder than I've been in a long time and realizing I don't have to feel the sadness alone. I can ask for support. I can ask for help and create this community. And it's bringing me back to, like, these circles. Like, you you explained with, you know, in the Philippines and the Indigenous that, you know, people were put in the center and made to, to feel like part of the community again when yeah, they felt you. that they should be kicked out. You're like, get your ass back in here. Come on, feel yeah. feel our love for you. And there's this, 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 this level of invitation that I'm I'm wanting to be a part of and create. And I don't know what that looks like. A more community, right? Okay, okay. That, wow, that is that is a heavy, heavy transition. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, <laughs> did you just choose to be judgmental on me there? <laughs> Wait, that um, felt so light. I don't know what you mean by heavy mark. <laughs> well, I mean, it, 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 you know, it, it, it hit a spot for me because, you know, I've been traveling, uh, you know, either for, for where it is that I want to go with my life or, um, and, and, and then, uh, I'd be moving back and forth from Atlanta to Tampa, you know, for, uh, for family. And like, um, y- you know, uh, that's, the the thought of that a few years ago for me just would it, it had me be I was a wreck I was a wreck right mm-hmm. um, but also at the same time I still see folks who uh, uh, are as courageous as you doing what you're doing and um, g- like going through what you're going through um, in order to elevate and the uh, the the population being like this is a person that's disavowed from responsibility this is blah 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 that, like that's the matrix still mm-hmm. you know and like i don't know how you feel about this but like this new earth thing um uh is very similar to the the end of the you know the end of the bible you know i forgot what it's called but like where people just disappear uh you know like uh, i like it, it feels like it's uh, all grim and uh brimstone like some people will be taken to heaven and pe- other people will be taken to hell and there will be damnation. But I don't necessarily think that that's real. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think that as if I, I think that where we're at right now, and you can tell me if you agree or not, where we are right now is that it's, it's, it's choice time for everybody. Do you want to up level? You want to stay where you are. Right. And, and there's no judgment on either, but 
once one person chooses to stay where they are and another person chooses to up level, it's almost like we're going to go to different parts of the earth or we're going to even, um, like you said about witches, like we won't even see each other. The, the different vibrations won't even see each other. We'll mm-hmm. be living in the same planet, but we won't see each other. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like that's what you're, you're kind of doing. You're, you're prepping for it. <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting because it's, it's, I love when you said, you know, is this irresponsible? And I'm like, Ooh, I love that word responsibility yeah. because it's like, what are you responsible for? Like, what do you feel responsible for in your life? What do you claim as yours that isn't right? Mm-hmm. Because really there's only one thing we have responsibility over, which is ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's that self-responsibility. It's that self-reliance, self-care, self-mothering, self-parenting, self-everything. And yeah. Everything else is, is, a, is what we've been taught, we've been told, right? Yeah. And so for me, I think that there's an openness and an awareness to understanding that your, our responsibility is to be in our own journey, in our own experience and invite people to grow in with us. Like as, as you know, I may, like, I get that I'm a strange one to most people. She moves to an Island, changes her name, like (laughs) talking about witches coming to the talks to trees. Totally do. That's me. (laughs) Like that is me. And it's been like, the the need to justify it or um because that's lowering it's like i have to take this experience of growing into the truth of who i am and bring my vibration down to help you understand it and Mm -hmm. this goes true for wherever you are in your spiritual practice even if you haven't started a spiritual practice even if you are just simply thinking about going to the movies by yourself. Right. <laughs> uh-huh. And you are like, Oh, I want to, I want to go to the bookstore and get a Starbucks and just wander. But I feel like I'm leaving my family behind. I feel like that's irresponsible for me to, you know, not be with the kids or not help my partner with dinner. It's, it's the same conversation just at a different level. And, yeah. and so there's this realization that you, you get to that responsibility of like, well, when I go to Starbucks and get this drink and have this wander around the bookstore, I'm actually cleaning myself out. Like I'm clearing, I'm regrouping, I'm connecting to myself again. I'm reforming the relationship to me. So when I go home, so that's increasing your vibration and then inviting your family to rise with you and not coming down and being like, I'm so sorry I was gone. I bought you these books because I feel bad that I was gone or like whatever, right? Yeah. Like there, it's, it, it's same, it's same, same for I, all the different dimensions. I really, um, admire you at Avalon for doing that. I mean, not putting you on a pedestal admire, um, but just, I, I do see you as an early adopter, uh, with either, uh, the way things really worked when they worked well or where things are going. And I think where things were or and where things are going, it's going to look more like the community is going to raise the children. Mm-hmm. Like we're not going to be afraid of strangers. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like all that kind of bullshit that uh, we, you know, that, that has put fear into us. Like, and we, we don't even know it's fear. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
in in the new earth it's it's going to be really cool to see this community um it, like community sharing food community um r- r- raising the kids and it really is going to be something very very cool and like I, I do see you like um being an early adopter of that thank you i did i did this like fun thing online uh-huh. <laughs> where it was like you could receive and we can put it in the show notes because I don't know what it is that I'm going <laughs> to say to you. Like, I did this I thing and it was yeah. great, but it told you like about yourself based on your birthday. So it's kind of like human design yeah, and yeah. astrology. And, you know, it's like my, the last thing it said was my role in the world is the trailblazer, which is the Aries rising with like, that's my rising sign. And so like I mm. received that because I do do things before. <laughs> like, like, my thing was like, Spirit's talking to me. Spirit tells me to do it. And it's funny because I received the name Avalon in September 2019. And I have been scared, right? Like, there's fear in changing your name. Even when you're receiving it from, from you know, a source that is telling you that's your name. And so I did. I got caught in that fear for over a year. And then I came to the island and I hooked up with an arbologist because I know that there's an earthing that's meant to happen, a reconnection to, you know, her, her energy, the womb energy for me particularly. And it's been a long time coming. And she says, go to this pelvic massage therapist. And I'm like, pelvic massage therapist. What is that? And it's like... Literally an energy worker on your womb space. And I was like, oh my God, this, what yes. is this? Like, I yes. still am like, I've never done these things. I'm experiencing new things all the time. I'm, a, yeah. I'm trying new things. And so I go to this woman and in my first session with her, I cry for fucking 90 minutes. She's all she's done is put one hand under my tailbone and one hand on my tum tum, like below my. <laughs> below my my belly button and I'm feeling all of these things and like my my womb space is like fuck you to her like I want everybody to know that like I'm I'm not like wide open here just sitting having this conversation I'm like I'm still working through things and so we go to the second visit and we're talking about you know I'm having past life memories that I've already had of me being a priestess in Avalon and this and that and all of a sudden I hear spirit and spirit's all up in my grill in my left ear and spirit's like, Hey, and I'm like, what? And they're like, Hey, you know how you tell people that whenever they get a spirit download, they should listen to it because that's the, like, that's the, that's the message. That's what's going to move them forward. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally know that that's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, you remember when we gave you your name Avalon? And I was like, Oh fuck. <laughs> right. And like, they're like, this is your name. And, and so I was saying, I was speaking directly to the pelvic massage therapist and it was really interesting to have somebody working in my in my womb space when she was like okay I want you to know that as you were telling me this on your left fallopian tube like because my uterus is closed but my fallopian tubes apparently are like super activated seed of creation that's what they're there for and like they were super tingling she's like all of a sudden there was so much movement these bubbles like marbles traveling through something went rising up and like a spiral occurred the opening full open when you said your name was Avalon and I'm like damn it okay right like you like there's just like a, a, a contract that you make right in these experiences to be fully present and willing and open, no matter how weird it is or or no matter what you're receiving, just like, why not? Like in a way, like what, what is there to lose? And so 
when you're in this synchronicity, when you choose to be willing to see things in a, in a way or in a form that maybe you haven't, and you start to say, oh, yeah, 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 I'll look at numbers or heal these songs or I'll receive. I came in and I was in a mastermind and this was only last Friday. And so they're like, close your eyes. We're like, okay, we're going into the zone. We're going to set this like beautiful container and the meditation is okay. A little sound healing at the beginning. And then they're like, okay, and now imagine a river going by and you're going to let your old identity just fall into this river and you're going to let this previous version of you go. And you're going to, you know, and I'm like, shh, fine. <laughs> I'm claiming Avalon. And I was only Avalon at that moment. And then the rest of it came as I was in this sound healing meditation that it was like, you're a portal, Tamara. That's what you are. And so you have to anchor to both, you know, Avalon is your the earth and, and starlight yeah. is the sky. And in order to be the full portal of the door, you have to have both, right? And I was like, right. Oh, nice. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, you're talking to somebody who was in uh, roller derby for uh, four years. So Avalon Starlight. <laughs> roller derby name. Don't forget Manila Ice is still around. <laughs> so. I love that. But how fun is it to be able to choose your name? Like, is it just. It, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. And I, I, I mean, some of, uh, you know, uh, to be able to like it, it's it's almost like you come in and you claim it right and it's like yeah there's this you know there, there's this like humorous side of me that like honors like uh, you know uh sort of the the ancestral roots from you know from our uh 3d world and um you know and i'm gonna do that and then like the most crazy thing happens to me like the the day of i break my arm right and it was like okay now Manila Ice needs to really show up, boy. It's like show us what you are in terms of this strong, humorous, like uh, whatever. And and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I'm gonna bring um, my Manila Ice humor to. Uh, I'm gonna lift everybody up. My doctors in in um, physical therapy, and they said 18 months with with surgery, and I might be able to move it again. Mm. I was like nine. Let's do nine. <laughs> Let's do nine. <laughs> you know, and I, I think that those are some of the things that are changing too. The way that we um, own, the way that we heal. Yeah. You know, um, and, and I'm not saying that I was a miracle boy. It's, it's more along the lines of like, whether it was positive psychology or whether it was something else, I had full belief in what was happening to my body. And like like what you were talking about, right? Like this sort of opening of, of the womb. Um, it's it's amazing that you've you've changed your name, but also at the same time, you don't have to change your name, folks who are listening, in order to like change um, certain things. You can just like really believe in yourself when people have. I'm not sure who, and you can tell me, Avalon. People have wanted you to live in a certain um, fear space for a long time. Absolutely, who, but who are these people, though? They're the people who were taught the same patterns and programs, right? Who taught, who taught them? Dark energy? You know, it can't be dark energy. Listen, I'm going to, uh, like, this is, like, where I'm going to get into. I feel you squirming. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. yeah, this is because, you know, there is a level of patriarchy here for, for where I am in my lessons and where I am in my experience of 
you know, these privileged white dudes <laughs> who yeah. basically wrote this storyline that we have all been passing down for generations as our truth. Like when we think about how connected the earth was to all populations until angry white men came and we're like, oh, you pagans, sorry, your shit is not real. And we're going to take your stories and we're going to make them Christian. And not only that, we're going to kill you all. We're going to burn you all so that there's no remembrance. And, you know, I'm doing a lot of research in Avalon right now. And the fact that there's no information, like they really did a tremendous job of wiping out the information. If you were to think back to like, like, cause I, I follow a lot of spiritual stories and we're going to, uh, you know, the gods that came to the earth, like Enoch and I yeah. forget the other guy, the lizard people, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right. And we're looking at the hermetics and these tablets and these, this information, like most of the, the truth of who we are has been destroyed of yeah. our, our, the stories of earth. The earth has been here so long, but we have what? 3000 years of information based on the patriarchy yeah. creating. So like, for me, this is like right now we are living out a version of what the high white dudes decided we should be and yeah. opening it up. And I mean, you, you think about the fact there was literally a time on the earth called the dark ages, <laughs> right? Where that, if you even whispered anything about Christianity, you were fucking hung. Yeah. Like talk about creating the fear. Okay, fine. I will follow your fucking rules. If like anything I do will get me killed. It's a big fucking deal. Like that's not just like you will be in trouble, slap of hand. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, before I went off into that tangent in, about <laughs> being a Manila Ice, uh, I, I did have written down like how much of what is going on right now is the reclamation in everybody mm -hmm. of the feminine. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you know, and and it's you know what's been really wild is the, the past. 36 hours, multiple people have been telling me about the rec reclamation of the feminine. This is what's happening. And like the fact that you're talking about, um, you know, uh, you know, uh, the, what's this person, the, 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 the healing person, the womb person, the healing person, the womb person, who is that? <laughs> you know, how you, how you were getting, um, your treatment, you know? Oh, my pelvic massage therapist. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of new to you, but also at the same, you know, also at the same time, like, here's a very um, evolved person in uh, Starlight, Avalon Starlight, who is also being like, oh, I'm still, I still have this human form and, and, you know, whatever. But like, also at the same time, how much of this control of the narrative has been the suppression of the feminine, which uh, I think especially, well, uh, whatever, but like it's caused the masculine to overcompensate in ways that it's not supposed to be acting. And suddenly we're in fear. Mm -hmm. And then to, uh, there, there's a guy named Bradford who, who I was talking to. He had basically said, look, if we tip it back to the feminine, the masculine will not overcompensate anymore. And mm -hmm. these things like fear will actually go away. What are your thoughts on that? Mm -hmm. 
hey, it's Mark. I hope you're digging the Golden Mike podcast. If you have or are just starting your own revolution fueled by joy, there's a site I created for you. If you, like me, believe that personal growth is simply not enough, if you, like me, are committed to changing history for the better in both micro and macro ways, check out joyrevolution.com. In there, you'll find an archive of our over 200 Golden Mike Live Facebook shows and, of course, our podcast that you're currently listening to. Check out the blogs highlighting how positive psychology and joy theory apply to your everyday life. There's even some cool clips from our Joy Revolution course geared towards influencers, speakers, writers, and change agents. It's all there. Go to joyrevolution.com. That's joyrevolution.com. Let's get back to the episode. Because I think that that is such my work is is different. So we're looking at a bird's eye view there of, you know, I'm looking at populations, right? If we tip back into the feminine energy as a population, that we will be held differently, right? There'll be a different container Mm -hmm. of the earth. Like, you know, we do have, when we're talking about grief, right? And we think about men and men being told, don't cry. Right. So the suppression of one of the most potent energies that we have, which is grief, has been denied. So then we're creating this this trauma through uh, lineage again, passed down. So mm-hmm. like you're you're feeling the don't cry and the and that trauma that was your grandparents, right? Like and all mm-hmm. that. But like I think on an individual level is the work that I do, right? Like so That's into cool. each person and and so for me, there's this, this willingness to get into the cauldron, <laughs> which is the womb space. <laughs> That's the cauldron. <laughs> and like, yeah, what, what do you think your hips look like? Right? Like that whole area of the body. Yeah. Is, is like your cauldron. That's the creation, right? The sacral yeah. is, is oh, the yes. seat of creation. And and so for me, when we're thinking about the feminine and we're thinking about us all feeling more, it's the invitation to feeling. Yeah. That is like, you know, you think about women, you think about their their capacity to to wail or to scream or to get angry. Like we have these versions and like, you know, somebody said to me the other day, you know, women and black people were told that they're aggressive. You're being too aggressive. Yeah. Right. And all of a sudden we're shamed into having opinions and shamed into speaking our truth by being too aggressive. How dare you? Yep. Right. But yet that aggression is the emotion. That's the value system. That's the truth. That's the embodiment of, of this, this divine source of the cauldron. Like if you are brewing aggression, like there's a reason for that. If you're brewing uh, sadness, if you're brewing, um, you know, dissent or frustration. This is, this is part of tapping into the feminine. And, you know, my pelvic massage person gave me this analogy and I'm going to share it with you guys because I think it's really important for people to tap back into this, this community and this history is that she was like in the, when the settlers came and the colonization happened and, you know, they were inter interacting with the, the tribes that were, 
here in North America, you know, it was really the the wise woman was downloading and receiving the information. She was the cauldron, and then she would relay the information to the chief, and the chief oh, would go, yeah. and like she was the one that was kind of giving people their roles and what to do or say. And the settlers were seeing the chiefs as these like initiators of the of being the the person because that's what they were taught right they were taught that men were and it wasn't it was it was the the woman who was the recipient of the information who was doling it out and i keep seeing this vision of this cauldron of being like okay you're going to meet this you're going to do this you do this because that was the divine source flowing through her and so i think that there's just on the individual level, yes, there is a tapping into your internal awareness mm-hmm. of your capacity, of your evolution, of your willingness to get a little messy with yourself. <laughs> right? To like kind of be like, I'm, a, I'm, 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 I'm tragically sad today. Like I am just in a deep low or I'm in a, and, and just to be in it and it's not wrong. And nope. I think that that's because there's this sense of wrongness of yes. slowing down or of feeling or canceling a day for whatever purpose or reason. Um, you know, I can't do that. That's unprofessional. That's this or that's that, or it's, you know, yeah. and in the beginning there's an honor. So yesterday I was grieving. I was in a deep grieving day. Mm-hmm. Right. And, I don't have a problem giving too much information, but like the eclipse moon that we just had um, this month was a very powerful moon and it really affected us as we're going into the winter season and we're into this new age of Aquarius. And this was my first moon cycle, my first period after this full moon. And so yesterday it was just, it was heavy. Like I was just feeling this deep grief. Um, Part of that, the womb space, right? Like she was just feeling heavy And as I was beginning this journey into the feminine, I would take that time. I would just be in it, right? So if I needed to say I got to cancel today because I need to experience this, I would do so. No guilt, no shame. It's like an honoring. It's like breaking down the pattern or the the masculine energy. I've got to do everything. I'm a failure. People are going to like not like want to work with me. I'm like all of that. So you're unwinding it. And now where I am, because it's a journey, is that I can be in that space of grieving and be like, okay, this is the medicine. Oh, I'm recording a podcast. I wonder how this is going to be part of the podcast. And we actually talked about grief in the podcast that I had somebody for my podcast is coming out, right? And then with the clients, it becomes part of the conversation. But we have to be willing to experience it first and release the story and the pattern of the shame in having that emotion in the first place. So, so your release actually allows you to be an even better uh, coach, an even better um, healer. Absolutely. Folks, rather than pushing through it. Like right. It creates intimacy. Yeah. I like that. It's very powerful and vulnerable at the same time. Right. What, what is vulnerability? Intimacy. Yeah, it is. Starlight. <laughs> starlight. Starlight. First star you starlight. see tonight. <laughs> starlight. Star. I mean, I, I can't help but think you're, it's like a, 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 I'm going to see you at some point and you're going to be wearing roller skates and you're going to have a, like a David Bowie lightning uh, thing across your face. Like Avalon Starlight is such a great, a great name. 
Well, I had a vision of me on when you said that it's roller skates is like rainbow bright. <laughs> <laughs> you know what period we came from. <laughs> I love rainbow bright. Uh, I, I, I wanted to, there's so, gosh, there's so much to ask you, like from your Chakra Business Academy, the Rebel Mo- Unicorns Movement, um, um, being an advocate uh, for, for mental health, uh, just there's so, so much. And um, I, I, I thank you for really allowing me to just kind of like, let me just put this to the side and let's just like kind of talk and let's just start and let's like, let's get right past the... Uh, Let's get right past the uh, introductions and all that kind of stuff that we've been doing and just connect again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I mean, in terms of like the the work that you're doing, my goodness, my goodness, mompreneur, my goodness, <laughs> energy bad- badass. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Thank you. Um, what are you seeing for yourself in the next like two years as a result of what you're doing right now? So I have a three-year plan, so I'll say that one, which is that I want to support 30 wealthy witches in in raising themselves to millionaires Mm -hmm. um, because I think that, again, wealth is our inheritance. I also do my program, which is the the Chakra Business Academy, but now I only do it like twice a year. So there's Mm -hmm. going to be that, and I'm going to be writing my fourth book in, in starting in January for 2021, which will be about the wealthy witch. Oh my gosh. So, so are you no longer the enchanted fairy? Oh, see, this is the thing. I am, all, I am everything and all at once. Why do I have to, like, I can be the enchanted fairy and the cosmic rebel unicorn and the wealthy witch. I can be all of those. I hold all versions of that within myself. I am. Yeah, that's actually a loaded question because I, I um, was, uh, I had been journaling the past couple of days about this word niching, niching things down. And it's like, uh, I think for some people, that's kind of limiting to, to niche. Well, you know, I mean, and, and- I, I niched in the way that, you know, I want to work with women. Sorry, men. Like, that is my niche. Like, straight up. Like, there's work for me to do with women. Yeah. And I want to work with those who understand that the answer to creation is found within them. <laughs> right? Mm. So, if you're like, I've got to, well, I'm just going to bring something in from the outside. No, 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 this emotional scale I've been talking about. Oh shit, man. That is a gold mine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, the the fourth, you've got four books. I mean, you are so prolific Four books. I want to talk about this final thing. Uh, Mm. we haven't talked about this and your husband writing books, archangel event. What has your coach hiring your coach meant to you? Holy shit. What has my coach meant? So when I decided to up level to a Mm -hmm. one-on-one coach versus being in a program, it was choosing to be witness and seen and held fully on my, like to, to be willing to get even that intimacy. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And to realize that, I didn't want to do it alone. Yeah. And whether we realize it or not, being in groups, we can still hide. Absolutely. Right? And when you have a one-on-one coach, there is a level of relationship. If you're with somebody who can help you untangle these programs, like my coach just put um, 
on her Instagram today. If I'm not triggering you, then I'm not doing a good enough job. Mm. Right. And that's that level of contrast that a one-on-one coach. So my, my one-on-one coach has been the contrast that I required to see material that was within me that I wasn't willing to look at before. It's been a deepening of my own relationship to my emotions and realizing that, you know, again, the work that I do with her cracks me open to be able to be in service so much more fully in the embodiment of the service. And, but fuck, man, one-on-one coaching is the worst, but the best. (laughs) (laughs) you have one too now. I, I do, and um, uh, I I am I have so much reverence for this person, um, and and especially you know this this weekend I was working on something and and I I I tuned in to, to my coach and, and sent a message, and um, uh, he said, "Dude, sit down, chill with your thoughts, and then come back to me." And I was like, "Okay." I don't see how this is going to help, but you know, you're my coach. You're supposed to give me an answer. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, Oh, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm going back to wanting um, external validity from him. And if I am to move forward, he is the right person to help me move forward because external validity uh, or getting external validation, um, uh, people pleasing, all that kind of stuff is stuff that I'm, I'm, I'm saying that I'm over, but it still shows up. Mm-hmm. And like being uh, accountable to this person uh, on a regular basis, yeah, I can't hide, can't hide, and I love it. I love that I can't. That's I, so I, I get all square me. Yep. You know, but also at the same time, like when I also say certain things, there's no judgment about how this person feels over whatever. And um, you know, you'd, you'd t- you you talk. There was one time in DC. Uh, and I think it's been multiple times, but like every time you read me, uh, it's always the, the, the chakra, the throat. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, if I am to open that throat up, I'm going to need to like hold myself accountable. Look at somebody, look somebody in the eye and say, yo, this is what I'm dealing with right now. Mm-hmm. And they, in, in the moment where you think they're going to strike you down because that's the way society has taught us, um, this person lifts me up in love mm-hmm. and I, I'm very thankful for it. And if anyone has, has had the, uh, has had the, the gift of being able to work with somebody one-on-one who has no agenda except for moving you forward. Mm. It's amazing. It's choosing Incredible. to be loved. Yes. Right. Like that's the, that's the strangest thing when you hire a one-on-one coach is that you don't realize that you are, you, they will love you in all your ways and all your forms and all your iterations and all your, and when you can't hold your dream, like when you just like, sometimes yep. it's just like, feels so heavy. And you're like, if yep. I put this down, everything's going to fall apart. That doesn't because they're holding it with you. It doesn't. Yeah. It's, it's, they're like, put your head in my lap. <laughs> I will hold this dream for you while you, you, you process what you processing. <laughs> when you're ready, I'll hand you your dream back and we hold it together. Um, yeah, it's incredible. And also at the same time, um, it's incredible for, to show up on a regular basis and someone is addressing you 
as your greatest self Mm -hmm. versus the self you may show up as that day. And they are always addressing you as your highest self. And Mm -hmm. that's all they can see. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you get in the mucky muck of things and it's like, oh, yeah, like they believe in in me sometimes when I don't believe in myself. Yeah. I love it. And it's part of this lineage that we talked about, right? Um, because we can only take our clients as deep as we're willing to go. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know what I mean? They did that work in order to... Because claiming yourself as a one-on-one coach and holding a container in itself, you, you're saying, I can hold you in those, those versions and those iterations, right? That yeah. we are experiencing with our one-on-one and the deeper we go with them the greater the container we hold with our own. That's why it's like for me now, now after being with my one-on-one coach for, you know, over a year, like a year and a half at this point, like I have not gone without her. And I really upped because like we are so used to in society jumping from coach to coach to coach to coach and that you don't really fully get to like settle in and grow and be seen. And it's like, oh, you got too close. Fuck you. (laughs) See ya. Right. Like, so there's a different level of experience of staying in. And it's like, now I'm like, "Mm, get in here. Now you, all you wealthy witches, come on. Get get in here. (laughs) Like it's time. (laughs) Well, well also at the same time, um, uh, you know, it's, there's a certain amount of uh, readiness that you have to have. Yes. And a certain, certain amount of fit as well. So, Mm you know, uh, what might work for, for me might not work for Avalon and what might work for Avalon may not work for somebody else. Right. And it really is, man, I, I, I know exactly who I am, where I'm going. And then someone sees even bigger than that. They, they see an even bigger picture of you. Mm-hmm. And that's when you know, it's a good fit yes. versus like, oh, okay, here's what I do with every single client. It looks like it, it's like rinse and repeat. Uh, no, it's not a rinse and repeat. It's it's literally like in the 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 golden mic show when I used to talk about the ups downs and all arounds. I'm literally going through the ups downs and all arounds mm-hmm. on on a on a different kind of basis, you know. And um, I don't know about you, but like I'm I'm feeling uh, like I'm in the middle of a quantum leap right now, and I can't be thankful enough to have someone there to just reset my head on certain days. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like yesterday when I was in my grieving, uh, no, two, like two days ago, I was like, I was a mess, <laughs> yep. right? Like, cause we are human. Like we, you, you may hear us and we're like, we're, I'm fucking, I am superhuman <laughs> all the time. Right. And so like, I was like, literally this was my thing. Do you even want to coach me anymore? <laughs> no, no, no. Right? And she was It's not just your thing, it's my thing as well. Right? Like and she was like, "What? Where is this coming from?" Well, because when you did this and I think to myself, "I'm too much, I'm too sad." I'm like, "Oh, you have to tell me the same things over and over again." Exactly. Like, right? And she's like, "Oh, and then you know, you know that she's like, oh, get in here, get in here. <laughs> and and that's not a codependent get in here. That's like a calling up get in here. Like, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And um, it's, I mean, it, it, it's not for the faint of heart, Mm-mm. but if someone has been, if someone is with us already to the hour 43 mark, <laughs> You probably want to coach because things are going to get real fast, real quick around here. (laughs) You probably want to (laughs) coach. Well, in in the world that I am now in, 
And you may, but I think we all need a coach. (laughs) Like there is just something so powerful about what we're saying, whether it is in group, whether it is in, whether it is a therapist, whether it is a, you know, like I'm not just saying like where we're talking about one-on-one, but there is somebody who can see you or see your experience outside of the experience. Yep. Absolutely. And, um, I, 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 I agree with you. It's, it's just when someone hits me up and they're like, Oh, I, I, I'm going through this right now. It, it's just about the idea of who is your, who are your virtuous, where are your virtuous relationships right now? Cause the, the virtuous relationships, there's no, uh, exchange or anything or, uh, all this other stuff, you know, uh, the virtuous relationship is the idea of, one person derives their ultimate happiness by seeing you flourish. That's it. Mm-hmm. And so like if someone's at the 144 mark, yeah, you don't have to get that through a coach. Um, but also at the same time, it's, it's, it works for, for some of us and it's working for me. It looks like it's working for you, Avalon. And, In um, four and a half I, years, I've like, no, wait, what is it? I started coaching like really with Angela in – January of 2017. And in the last three and a half years, I have gone without a coach for three months. It felt like the sails of my boat were put down, (laughs) right? Like, and there was no movement until I hired my next coach. And in that I have like basically almost consistently like last, in the last year, I doubled my revenue because you're creating space. You're doing within the work within yourself to create the space to hold more, right. To bring more in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also at the same time, the clarity. I don't know if you're looking at my my throat right now. Uh, yeah, you're looking at it. Well, now I am. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, I, I feel so clear as to what my soul's purpose is. The place, so if I'm being honest about where, because I, I inadvertently as an empath feel everybody. So when we oh. tapped in, I could feel your sacral. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my ass. <laughs> well, actually, your ass wasn't so pinched anymore, but like the tailbone area, it gets a little tight in in the the tension in the hip flexors, right? And then there's the 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 sacral. You are you're choosing to be seen in a different light now, Mark, right? So there's there is that like cramping in the sacral of like, oh my god, I'm like I'm being seen, I'm doing this. Yeah, I, I'm I'm putting myself out there, and um, yeah, it, it's really fun and scary. Yeah, uh, and, okay. and also at the same time, like um you know, having, having mates like you that mm. I can, uh, uh, check in with every now and then, uh, it's just like, it's fantastic to, to be able to, to do this kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. I, I, am going to have more programs and yeah, you're probably going to get me on Facebook, um, like, uh, spamming you. Um, <laughs> but also at the same time, like I've seen that calming down with the idea that I've really, 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 um, feel called to help other people find their voice. Their mm, of course. And I, don't, I, love yeah, that. I don't know if you, I don't know if you feel the power in that word or in me saying those words, but like, I really feel called to do that. And it's more than just, um, these, these funny little names. Uh, I'm not getting rid of the joy revolution, but also at the same time, it's going to keep going into places where people get to make declarations about who they are and what they're doing here. And uh, not be upset that part of their story has been edited out for multiple years and we can move forward from there. Yes. Yes. No, I feel the empowerment in that. Like as soon as you said it, I was like, yummy. 
<laughs> that's my golden mic if I, if I were ever to speak into it. But uh, yeah, homie. Um, I, so many things here. Uh, I've got your your social media, your website. Yeah. Um, so like the social, uh, that my Instagram is now at Avalon Starlight Coaching, where you would have had Tamara Arnold coaching, right? Yeah. I tried to change my name on Facebook and Facebook was like, that's not a real name. I'm like, who are you to tell me that's not a real name, Facebook? But well, they accepted Manila Ice, so I don't know how that Really? <sighs> Facebook. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's just the – it is the, the, the oppressive nature of Facebook. <laughs> it's because – I'm a man. Well, let's not even go there. Well, I mean, um, in truth, I was talking to another woman yesterday and they were like, they wanted to make their name JJ and they wouldn't let it because they said JJ wasn't a real name and that they had to go with a, a different name. And I was like, what? JJ? What? Yeah, I was, uh, you know, when you showed up and, and I saw Avalon Starlight, I was like, my gosh, two minutes ago, I was watching her on Facebook calling in the witches. And I'm like, it said a different name. <laughs> and so it's mm -hmm. facebook was like you aren't allowed uh boy how much can change in six two months. months yeah yeah short amount yeah. of time I mean, a day a second <laughs> yeah we really are uh lucky we're so lucky we're so i'm so grateful and uh avalon thank you so much for for being on the the show i can't wait to release this one um on behalf of avalon starlight uh and myself um, go out there, start your revolution in light, in love, in shadows, and in joy. See ya. Ciao. I hope you enjoyed the Golden Mike podcast. There's more good stuff coming your way. But until the next episode, let's stay in touch, yes? Find us on Instagram as The Joy Rev, The Joy Rev, or communicate with like minded revolutionaries in our Facebook group. Search The Joy Revolution Underground. And of course, don't forget to check out the classes, articles, blogs, and some serious fun at joyrevolution.com. That's joyrevolution.com. Now, until then, what will you do to change history for the better? Let's go out and play, shall we? Press start to begin.